Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This is the broadcast for March the 10th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our one of two in the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio in the traditions of our founders. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth, and we use the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the supreme law of the land as our guide. Any law that conflicts with the supreme law of the land is null and void, D-O-A, dead on arrival. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to learn reality about the supreme law of our land. Welcome to the broadcast. Hope you're all doing fantastic. It is a freedom-loving, fantastic, faith-filled Friday. We're taking America back one heart, one mind, one issue at a time. And I have got Dr. Scott Bradley with me both hours today, as we do on Fridays. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Well, thank you, Sam. Uh, hope all is well with everybody across the country. Just my little weather report as we begin. It looks like it's probably going to have rain today, which they're telling us could be really heavy-duty challenges because of how much snow we've got. The the ground is still frozen, so if things melt, there's no place to go but to do flooding. Sandbagged my uh, window wells and my garage door yesterday. So, I mean, you go from the deep freeze to spring in a short period of time. There's downside to that, too. Can you imagine? Well, I'll tell you the upside, though. We need the water. That's true. Hopefully we can have a and pray for a uh, slow melting uh, and the, the ground can uh, thaw out a little bit. It's going to be hard to do. Uh, so we need to prepare now, but uh, we can use the water. The problem is we get too much water all at once or zero water. A little steady trickle in between would be nice for sure. Yes, for sure. All right. We did an incredible broadcast yesterday. And Brian Rust and Kelly Finnegan are normally with us on Thursdays with the Honest Money Report. We've moved that to this morning with Dr. Scott Bradley and I, first hour of the show. But yesterday I had an incredible couple of guests on, Dr. Bradley, that I want to tell you about and get your take. They were incredible. The first one is a guy by the name of William L. Saunders. He's a professor and director for the Center for Human Rights School of Arts and Sciences, and he's the co-director for the Center of Religious Liberty at the Catholic University of America, catholic.edu slash chr to learn more about that. Now, He's been fighting for human rights, and I know that term has been kind of, uh, pardon the pun, bastardized by those who would uh, betray us over human rights. Uh, but this guy is pro-life. He truly uh, advocates for human rights all around the country. Uh, he does a lot of work with many other organizations that are very good. And he uh, had with him a gentleman by the name of Chen Wencheng, or Chen Guencheng. He's a Chinese lawyer and human rights advocate who literally escaped China. He's a blind man and he escaped from the communists. He's an outspoken critic of the communist Chinese government and the CCP, 
and its policy of forced abortions and sterilizations. Now, this guy is nicknamed the Barefoot Lawyer, and there's a memoir he wrote about his uh, experience. And he largely had a happy childhood learning about things from his brothers as a blind gentleman. He became blind at five months old. He was self-taught in the law. And um, he advocates for women's rights, land's rights, all kind of things. Uh, The interesting thing is, again, if you're not careful, you think he's a a feminist. No, he's not. Chen eventually married a woman. They had two children. The problem is in China, you're only allowed to have one child. So Chen was literally thrown in prison. He was charged with what's called overbirthing because he and his wife had a second child. He also then uh, was considered a criminal because, well, he was charged with providing information to foreigners. Why? Because he did an interview to the Washington Post. Anyway, long story short, uh, he's a distinguished visiting fellow at the Catholic University of America in Washington, D.C. And we did a two-hour interview with these guys. Um, And we talked about the rule of law disappears. So do Chinese dissidents. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Chen Wencheng wrote this article. You know, how does the CCP treat Chinese citizens? Is the Chinese Communist Party bound by the law? Yeah. How does the CCP infiltrate America? Is the CCP a threat to ordinary Americans? Is the CCP a competitor or an enemy of the USA? We talked about what happens during the so-called sensitive time in China. That's a term, believe it or not. We talked about China aid walking with the persecuted faithful and the work they're doing there. Uh, Incredible interview. This guy literally was surrounded by the communist Chinese. Him and his dear wife engineered a successful escape. His whole family's been in America since 2012. Uh, And he's speaking out boldly, nobly, and independently about how evil the Communist Chinese Party is, how tyrannical they are, and the fact that they're literally trying to take over the whole world. Dr. Bradley. Wow, I wished I could have been in the middle of that uh, mix. Uh, it would have been fascinating to me. It's uh, it's interesting to me. There's so many elements of that, you know, that, um, you know, George Orwell was literally a, an abject socialist, and, and yet he made, uh, he was thumbing his nose, if you will, at some of the other flavors of socialism. Of course, they're all deadly poisons, but... Um, it's interesting to me that that Orwell, so many years ago, you know, he put 1984 on the name of his book. He uh, he maybe missed that a little bit in terms of what it would be, but but all of these you know different um, variations of how they use euphemistic terms to to bring about tyranny and a uh, overbirthing. Come on, okay, that has got to be a deadly sin. And, of course, there's a lot of people in America, you know, the, the population bomb and all this kind of stuff, and these these people that are trying to limit and bound uh, society, controlling everything we do. Uh, you know, what? a lot of people over the years have looked at California as kind of a harbinger of what is coming in the rest of America. And I, I think that's a lot, there's a lot to be said about, you know, the truthfulness of that, sadly, very sadly. 
you know, with the Gavin Newsoms of the world that are spreading with their uh, young world leaders and, and you know, what uh, the World Economic Forum is doing to try and promote their drivel throughout the society. But uh, beyond that, though, I'm, I'm a little, not a little, I'm deadly concerned that China is becoming the harbinger of, of what's coming to America. And, and it's not just because, uh, you know, we've got facial recognition and social scores and all that kind of stuff. Um, I just uh, I just see what's happening there. And I look at what, for example, in our home state of Utah, our legislature is doing here. Uh, they're, they're willy-nilly, happily, gleefully skipping down the primrose path passing bills that are just they're they're allowing the chinese communist party stuff to come together in the united states so it's specifically in utah and we've got an upcoming article a set of articles there's a, a uh, issue uh, of the new american coming out i think this month towards the end of the month it might be out soon i don't know uh, the title of it is uh, the war a war with china and uh Charles Gallagher writes one of the articles. Uh, Bill Jasper does. These are good friends of mine. These are s solid, academic, well-researched. Uh, these guys really do dig in and try and find the thing. And I've been doing some uh, reviewing of some of their stuff before the published magazine comes out. And, uh, and so there's, you know, I don't know if timelines have actually been put out, but I'm not sure that you can say, oh, yeah, we're going to be in a shooting war with China soon. But I the pray gist we're not. Of it is that, well, but yeah, but the thing is, uh, Bill, go back to Bill Clinton's dictatorship and what he did with China and how he sold out uh, guided missile technology stuff to China. Oh, for sure. Uh, Criminal activity, submarine. big time war crimes. There's no doubt about all that. Uh, and the bottom the line, though, things systems. aren't going well with China, and we have more people who escape. They are the best witnesses about how evil the regime uh, in communist China really is. But what Chin's main fear was, hey, they're putting up police stations in America now, and they're exporting this abuse to America. And America is literally doubling down and giving the communist Chinese a foothold, violating, breaching our sovereignty. Um, this is the biggest concern that Chin has. He's right. Oh, I agree. And I, uh, the problem is we have governors that are uh, literally establishing beachheads for uh, communist China in home states. I mean, Utah's very guilty of that. Idaho's been guilty. I mean, these are states that are pretty close to us. <laughs> and and the problem is that that we have sellouts at the highest levels, and they think, oh, they, they sell it to us. Like, this will be good for our economy. And there we have no good way to prosecute for the criminal activity consorting with the enemy is the problem. All right. Um, there is an event going on tonight that you need to know about, everyone. It's called Global Tech Med World Health Event. All right. Listen to me. Global Tech Med World Health Event. It's happening tonight. Protecting your children and family from pandemics. Hosted by General Michael Flynn. Ann Vandersteel and the big MIG Lance Miliacho. It's happening tonight, March 10th, 6 to 8 p.m. Okay? Find out why 21 plus K people are involved. We'll tell you more in seconds.
Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8:44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. I want to tell you about this. You've got to go to Twitter Spaces to watch this event I'm telling you about tonight. All right? It's Global Tech, World Health Event, Protecting Your Children and Your Family from Pandemics. Michael Flynn and Vander Steele and my buddy at the Big MIG, Lance Miliacho. Uh, it'll be 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time tonight. Put the place marker. Find out why 21 plus people tuned in last time real facts real solutions set your reminder now don't miss it you know what whether you're vaccinated or not vaccinated don't care leave your politics at the door and come for an opportunity to learn now you got to go to twitter spaces and you got to look for the big mig show and that's where you'll find it okay go to twitter spaces the big mig show uh, and you can check that out there's a link that I could give you guys for it. The problem is it doesn't translate in the notes very well, and it's very hard to just, you know, talk about links. It's slash this, whatever that, you know, that's the problem. So anyway, check that out. I'm telling you right now, 6 to 8 p.m. tonight, the Global Tech World Health Event happening uh, to talk about solutions with your health. Go to Twitter Spaces, The Big Mig Show, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. All right. Without further ado, Brian Russ, Kelly Finnegan with me and Dr. Bradley. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you very much. Good to be here. Brian? Hey, glad to be with you, Sam. Excellent, sir. Glad to have you both back. Uh, let's talk about the Honest Money Report first. Where's uh, gold and silver looking? 
Gold at 1859.9. That's up a little bit, right? That's up a little. That's a yo-yo. <laughs> Silver? Uh, 20.67. That's down a teeny bit. Man, it always just fluctuates just a teeny bit like that. The reason I'm so surprised this time, Brian, is you know what? Usually when the stock market kind of tanks, the stock market's had a lot of trouble recently. It's kind of gone clawed its way back, so to speak. But usually you see gold spike during this. They've managed to use the plunge protection team and suppress that, haven't they? They definitely have. I, you know, I just I, I think of all the factors that kind of play this, you know, and what it used to be, and they change rules so that it can't be that anymore. But, I mean, if if, if we were to say, okay, war that's going on you know and there's a lot of wars throughout the world and so on but this this russia ukraine and and all the, these effects and then then you've got the debt i mean the debt just con, just completely out of control i mean you know no coming back from this debt and so you look at all these factors and they start to build up these banks that are on the verge of collapse i mean there's all these factors and yet oh all all, all is good in zion everything's just great don't worry, it's it's all working out, is it? <laughs> it's it's going to hit the fan at some point. Kelly, what do you say about this? I thought it would sh- sh- shoot up a little bit more than it has. Well, yeah, I guess I, I haven't seen what the jobs report was, but that's what they were waiting on. And obviously with the metals going up, things weren't as hunky-dory as they were telling everyone. But, you know, the powers that be need to keep it down. You know, the, the more... Those things go up, the more it looks like an alternative to people. And they don't want that. They want you to, you know, I don't know if you've seen the movie, uh, it's uh, Look Up or Don't Look Up. That's uh, exactly what's going on. Hey, hey, look over here. This is, don't pay any attention to what's going on with the with the gold and silver. Look at, look at the dollar. Look how strong the dollar is. And that's what they're doing. There you have it, Dr. Bradley. What do you say? I I'm absolutely astounded that the um, the precious metals have been suppressed, and it appears to be somehow, and I don't know how exactly it's being manipulated, <clears throat> but uh, the indicators are such that uh, people should be fleeing to a a, uh, a method of preserving their wealth and. Uh, you know, you say, oh, well, you know, paper has done so good in recent years on the stock market. Well, paper is not really worth anything. And uh, ultimately and finally, I suspect it's going to collapse. But well, when we got these gentlemen on, I just, you know, these guys are close to these things. And I guess I would like to maybe just throw a couple of thoughts out there that maybe they could address a little bit. Um one being, you know, you hear rumors about some of these countries, particularly countries that aren't in the, um, oh, I, I guess in the establishment elite class. You know, Saddam Hussein and, and the uh, and Iran and some of those have been kind of rogue nations, uh, and China to some degree, although they they are taking advantage of every option that they can do. I've heard rumor about the fa- uh, fact that some of these countries are fleeing to a precious metals-based standard that will uh, give them the stability to, you know, kind of weather some of the things that are going to be happening. I I would suspect will be happening relatively soon. 
But maybe you could address if there's, you know, a fact out there somewhere that these nations that aren't on the, you know, think of Gaddafi and Libya. They were not in the mainstream. They were targeted to be brought, you know, to, to bow at the, at the altar of, of the uh, the New World Order, if you will. And they, they had refused and refused and refused, and it, it, things got tough for them. So maybe talk about if you know of some countries that are fleeing to a gold standard or a precious metal standard. And then the secondary question to that, that to me would be interesting, I hear an awful lot of this stuff about great reset things and and how pretty soon everything's going to be gold standard again and everything's going to be hunky-dory. And I just, my, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, my reality button is just flashing red on all that stuff because I just don't see suddenly everybody coming to the idea and understanding that, that we need to have a solid economy. I know I know we need one. You know we need one. Nobody that's in a senior position seems to be acting like that. But tell us where we're going with these things. They're kind of amorphous questions. You can kind of run with them where you want. All right, let's maybe. take one piece at a time first. What do you think about these other countries moving to a metals-based reality because they know it's curtains if they don't? Kelly. Well, they're doing it, and the the, fa- the, the proof of that is that uh, central banks have purchased more gold uh, last year than they had ever. Not not in the last 25 or 50 years, ever. So uh, that kind of tells you that they're all fleeing to that. And, and so what they're doing is that we're not going to go to a gold standard. We're going to go to a gold-backed currency. And they're just going to do that so that you have a choice between – this worthless paper dollar that the United States and its allies offer you, or this currency that's backed by gold. It's your choice. You pick which one you want. And and people who really think right are going to go, well, I'll take the thing that's got a little bit of gold backing behind it. So every time the U.S. has made it so that countries can't use their dollars, they are, the United States is cutting its own throat. By forcing them to take the, you know, with behind curtain number two, um, and any any dictator who has ever <clears throat> fought against the dollar, Gaddafi, uh, Hussein, they end up dead. The United States does whatever it can to protect the dollar. You either use the dollar or don't, but we can't guarantee your safety if you don't take the dollar. And we can't guarantee your stability if you do, Brian. <laughs> that's a that's a great factor. I mean, you, we've already seen evidence in the fact of of uh, these countries wanting to trade outside the dollar, and and then the penalties we create for them if they do that. Well, now I think we're starting to see the fact that they are going to do that. Uh, you know, and and you know, and basically history. I mean, history is showing the fact. I mean, a lot of these Pakistani and these Indian nations or whatever they carry their the the people wear their wealth you know um the golden they they wear it and 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 collect it and have it and so on and give it away as at, you know these 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 marriages for these younger generations they give them gold and it starts that thought process of we carry our gold we have this you know wealth on us in a sense and 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 we carry it the the we've seen the history of 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 this worthless paper i mean and and it's evident in in that and so the eventually that's going to hit the fan and and we've seen history and over history and over history of what's going to happen with that and i think people are nervous 
We've seen uh, run-on banks in other countries. We've seen uh, countries that are completely bankrupt. You know, we don't talk about that anymore, but uh, did they all of a sudden just come out of bankruptcy and say, oh, now we're just great now? No, they're still bankrupt, and they're just, they've got to continue to flow along, but it's more and more debt. Look at our country. I mean, let's raise the debt ceiling. Let's list out. We've got to. We've got to keep the country. I mean, it's, it's, it's completely out of control. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the, you know, history talks about the back currency, and that's what I think most people would like to see again. As- Amen to that. Hold on, Brian. Quick pause. Brian Russ, Kelly Finnegan, RussCoinandGift.com, Dr. Scott Bradley, and Sam Bushman, all in the roundtable. The Honest Money Report continues in seconds on your radio. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. The Labor Department announced today the U.S. economy added 311 jobs in February. The report also revealed the unemployment rate ticked up to 3.6%. And because inflation continues to be red hot, Fed Chair Jerome Powell testified this week the central bank could return to a larger size interest rate increase at a policy meeting next week. And the Oscar goes to... It's time once again for the Academy Awards this weekend, but not all of the nominees are going to win an Oscar on Sunday. However, the top 26 will each get a gift bag full of goodies worth over $125,000. The Oscar swag bag contains over 60 items, including silk pillowcases, edible massage oil, and a coupon for free liposuction. Some of the larger gifts include a three-night stay for eight people at an Italian lighthouse and one square meter of land in Queensland, Australia. The 95th annual Academy Awards will be presented this Sunday in a ceremony held at the Dolby Theater in Los Angeles. Jimmy Kimmel will be hosting and you can catch all the glitz and glamour at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on ABC. I'm Skip Kelly. Hours before Norfolk Southern CEO Alan Shaw appeared before Congress yesterday, another of the rail operator's trains derailed in Alabama between Atlanta, Georgia and Birmingham. Miles Shambly is the Director of Emergency Services for Calhoun County. We received notification uh, from 911 that there was a Norfolk Southern uh, train derailment in the Iron City community. Um, There's approximately 30 train cars that were involved in that. Uh, There was no injuries, no fire, no road blockages with it. The House is meeting this hour to take up a bill demanding the Director of National Intelligence declassify information on the origins of COVID-19. Voting is expected at any time. For those to play, Daylight Savings Time is this weekend. USA News. Wendy's homestyle French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me, did you just say Wendy's French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. 
Meet Joe A, Hi. Joe B, Hello. and Joe C. What's up? Three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A is locking his lost debit card with the Chase mobile app. Joe B is cruising toward his new ride with autosave. And Joe C's Chase banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect, support for what's next. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, Dr. Scott Bradley with us. The folks at RustQuinnaGift.com with us for the Honest Money Report as well. The first part of the question was, hey, these other company or countries, I'm sorry, countries are fleeing to asset-based money, constitutional currency, gold and silver, metals, precious metals, if you will. Uh, and the second part of the question is, hey, you know what? They're talking about, and we hear all these ideas of a reset and what's going on and hey is it going to melt down and reset and now they're playing games with digital programmable dollars and um governments are reining in these digital currencies or cryptos as they're called and, and now the government's going to create their own reprogrammable crypto and what gives with all that let's start with brian this time well you know there's so many factors and i've always said that you know with peace of mind is basically having control yourself right i mean if you've stockpiled a little bit or put away some some savings uh you know people that are investing in metal or whatever putting that away for a rainy day it's there when they want to use it yeah is it always going up and it moves a little bit and so on but it, it's not like they've spent that currency or cash seems like currency and cash are, are are useless i mean we talk about the what's the buying power of your paper dollar you know or that or a quarter when we could buy a gas a gallon of gas for a quarter well, we still can with a silver uh, quarter. I can still buy a gallon of gas or more. And so what's what's your worth in that paper dollar? I think people are afraid. People are nervous of their income because they're, it's, it's tight. They say there's no inflation or things are great. Okay, well, ask a lot of these American families just how hard it is now to make ends meet. So peace of mind is having something put away like metal to protect your paper. You know, there you have it. <laughs> Kelly, then Scott. Well, I was going to say, right. you know, they, they have uh, they've painted themselves into a corner with the, with the dollar. They've gotten all of it all out of it that they can. And what's the only way to get yourself out of a corner that you've painted yourself into? Knock a wall over. And that's all they're going to do now. They're going to knock a wall over and go to a completely new kind of currency. And hopefully they, you know, can can get around to the door this next time they're thinking. But it's not going to happen. Doctor? Yeah, I, I hope all of your listeners uh, are, are well aware of, of the closing of the gold window and the Nixon petrodollar scheme that's got us involved in every single scrape that's happened in the Middle East since then. And how, uh, you know, the the petrodollar thing kind of, in a way, sort of, backs the dollar with some asset that's there. Everybody wants dollars because they buy oil with it. So the dollar's been received well, or at least pretty well, around the world. But, you know, I see more and more and more and more where they're going to a, a, a gold for oil or maybe trading uh, the Chinese currency for oil 
And I suspect that as that movement continues, you know, China's flexing their muscles in so many ways, you know, not just uh, militarily, but economically and, you know, through all sorts of different ways. But at any rate, I'm wondering, where are we in that curve? I mean, I see different countries that are that are trading the Chinese currency for oil. I think the petrodollar is probably um, on its last legs, if you will. My perspective is that if that completely collapses and people go, wait, 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 you guys jacked up all of the currency out there with printing bazillions and trazillions of dollars, and, and now nobody really cares to have it because we can trade for oil, which is a lifeblood kind of thing for a modern society. We can trade for that in other currencies that are more stable because of the way they've you know, moved to a, you know, maybe a little bit of a more gold-based and so on. Where do we where do we find ourselves in that uh, petrodollars world? And and uh, I don't know if anybody's going to give me a, a date that it's going to go upside down. But where do you, where do you guys think it's going? Well, let me answer first, and then we'll go to these guys. I don't think that there will be a date. I think it's basically a slow sinking of the ship. Okay, we're taking on water. It's a little bit at a time. And I don't think there will be just one day where you go, oh, my gosh, it melted down. I think it'll just slowly but surely will become less and less and less influential in the world, less and less and less controlling using the petrodollar as um, folks flee the Titanic as it slowly sinks. Um, I think that we uh, wish that we could control everyone. I think we're trying to create a new digital currency that we're going to try to force the world on. I think that's going to be the um, catalyst for that agenda. Uh, the problem is, I think that the hegemony agenda of the United States, in other words, we think we're the world's top dog, the world's cop, the world's controller, that we decide everything to where there's going to be anger and vitriol and hatred and pushback and to the point where eventually we're just going to foment a war. I wish it weren't so, but I'm convinced that's where we're headed. Um, Brian, what, what do you say? I think you're right on. What So what the elitists do is they take you to war. History shows that they take you to war. And why? Because... All of a sudden, you don't want to you don't want to play their rules, and I think most countries right now are, are are tired of playing by these rules. And the elitists have made so much money on this this paper fiat currency. These elitists, and now they say, well, you're not you can't change the game. But look at all the just different changes they continue to make. Our 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 government at the top is a mess, and we were at one point. I felt like we were starting to move in the right direction. This last pre the presidency before when. Trump had things in order. We were trying to put our house in order and as a, you know, independent on, on uh, resources and all these other things. Well, when you have a president that walks right in and just deletes everything about that and throws us completely under the bus, you, you wonder why where we're at right now? Oh, holy smoke. Well, there you go. And, and they're going to take us to war. There's no doubt about it. Kelly? Well, I was going to say, we're, we're, they're, they're already taking other currencies for oil. That, that day has already passed. Saudi Arabia has already admitted as much, so they're going to do that. So we're just going to gradually more and more and more see that coming about. And I don't think the U.S. is the one pushing the digital currency. I think they're being pushed into it because all of these other countries are doing it. And they don't want to be. Yeah, so the, the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, and those kind of folks are the, kind of the more Chinese. at the helm, the money changers, et cetera. Yep, the Chinese are doing it. Britain's yep. working on it, Australia. And the U.S. doesn't want to be the last guy on the boat because there might not be a, enough life raft. So I think that that's what's going on, is that we're, we're, we're late to the party, 
And uh, it's a party that shouldn't have been started, but it's great for what the communists want in controlling their people. I mean, there are more police officers in China than there are army officers Whoa. by far. They have to control their people. And they Dr. know that's Bradley? the biggest problem. Well, you know, it's, it is extremely interesting to me that this digital currency, we're, we're marching inextricably into this kind of thing. And, and to me, that is, the, well, maybe there's, a, there's something beyond that that we can go to. Heaven knows what it might be. But, but to me, it is the ultimate manipulated currency. It, there, it makes it so easy to do a couple of keystrokes, and everything across the board is completely changed. And uh, so I think that's why they're going to that, so that they can do that. I, uh, I often talk to people when I'm doing these little presentations about the nature of the beast and freedom is such that you've got to have an economy that, that gives the people the freedom to make economic choices. And, um, and I use as an example Pancho Villa when he was tromping around Mexico, you know, 100 plus years ago. And, uh, and he knew that if the people had, uh, you know, kind of an individual choice kind of thing in the way they handled their, their economy, how they made their purchases or trades or whatever, that they would be in some measure or another free. And so he went through and he blasted shut all of the their extremely rich uh, reserves. There were silver reserves, mostly in Mexico, I think. Anyway, he shut them up and he came out with his fiat currency that everybody had to use that was worthless trinkets, if you will. And the Mexican economy has been in the toilet ever since. Well, what's happening, my opinion, with these digital currencies is they can do this all over the world with a few keystrokes and take away that economic independence that it, people have sought for so they could make their own choices. And so I think that the this march to digital currency Yeah, just because you pointed that out, we're power. cutting off your access to any money, doctor. <laughs> there <you laughs> go. Well, that, that, the fact of the matter but is that is your point, much. and that is the ultimate control that doesn't matter. You'll have nothing. Right. Well, and is, a few keystrokes is all it takes. Not a lot is a whole lot better than nothing, uh, Brian. This is a, well. So this, I think. Go ahead. I, I think. The, I think the factor too. You, you have the fear factor, right? So they they create the fear so that you buy. Look, you can't. You know. And so I think this fear factor, peace of mind, is having something in your hand, put away, tucked away. We look at history and where we traded amongst our. You know, if you had eggs and I need eggs, I'll trade you. I'll do. You know, I've got corn and I've got. You know, there's that tradable. You know, Kurt's got his honey. I mean, I mean. That's that was the industry today. I mean, that older generation saw this and saw things happening and we, and so on. Now it's it's, we, it's so it's a it's we got to go back to it, no doubt about it. Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, remember, there's an event tonight, six to eight p.m. Eastern. It's called the Global Tech World Event Two. Find out why twenty-one plus K people tuned in last time. Real solutions for your health care. Go to Twitter Spaces, look for The Big Mig Show. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? 
Republicans, who are they? Democrats, who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to LocalHoneyMan.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at LocalHoneyMan.com. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. All right. Well, um, you know, this, this is the first time in world history where you can literally buy something for nothing. Um, since, since Nixon took us off the gold window, you can actually type in some digits. They can create currency. You can go out and buy property, cars, whatever you want to buy for literally nothing. You have no specie. You have nothing that has to be done. Just somebody to type that in. If you're in that position, you can do that. And that's the problem we have right now is people, we will literally own nothing because they will create the currency to buy whatever we have. It is criminal, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we need to audit and end the Fed. There's a lot we need to do, but, man, there's so many fronts that we need to fight on. It's shocking. Now the Biden administration asking Congress to, quote, reauthorize warrant surveillance laws. It's warrantless surveillance laws, by the way. It was enacted in 2008 by criminal George Bush. It's called Section 702, and they claim that it legalized warrantless wiretapping program codenamed StellarWind which George Bush secretly started after the terrorist attacks in 9-11, uh, 2001. And this Section 702 is a, an exception written into the, quote, Foreign Intelligence Act of 1978, or FISA, if you will, F-I-S-A, which generally requires the government to obtain individualized warrants from a court to carry out this electronic surveillance activities, uh, for national security purposes on domestic soil. But you know what? Uh, Bush literally gutted that sucker. When he did, he lied about it at first, got caught lying. He should have been prosecuted. He should have been impeached. He should have been thrown into prison for his criminal activity. But no, Congress just smiled and doubled down in support of his sovereignty-violating agenda, his criminal activity. 
Um, this is a serious, serious concern, Dr. Bradley. Boy, I'll tell you, you've opened something, and I don't know as we got time to fully address it in this last segment, but I'm here to tell you that FISA court is an unconstitutional court. As, I mean, right from the very get-go, who nominates and who confirms? Well, it's the president and the Senate. No, no. It's the, according to the FISA uh, Act, it's the um, chief justice of the Supreme Court. It violates the Constitution every single level. And it has been an egregious departure from anything. Now, I've got in, in my uh, book, To Preserve the Nation, in, in Chapter 7, I've got a, a bunch of examples of some of these egregious modern-day violations. But the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court is is something that they say, oh, yeah, 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 these judges that are appointed, oh, they come about by a, a kind of a bastardized process that they uh, that they go through. But so... Then they're the ones that get to decide if there's a, a warrant issued. Well, here's the deal. Uh, the uh, Patriot Act departed completely. Uh, we don't have a Fourth Amendment anymore. And I've testified before the Senate Judiciary Committee uh, in regards to that back in 2004. And the fact of the matter is, you read the uh, Patriot Act and the Fourth Amendment doesn't exist anymore. Shall issue. There shall issue warrants. Anybody ask for one, you're going to get it. The FISA court issues these but Even if uh, you don't warrants. ask for one, for them to take any action, they must obtain one. You don't even need to ask for it. They can't proceed without it. Well, that's the... Well, you go read the Fourth Amendment and see what it really says. The, the particularity of this, the specificity that's required, the Founding Fathers did this because... They had had writs of assistance that were basically fishing licenses to go look for whatever you wanted. But the, the, in addition to that, this FISA court, all you got, they're a rubber stamp. I mean, they've had a couple of handfuls of where they've declined a warrant. I mean, out of thousands, tens of thousands. Yeah, the problem is that Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans should be laughing, saying, you know what, we'll never approve this unconstitutional fiasco. Should have been shut down uh, decades ago in the 70s when it was first initially created. The exceptions even more criminal than the original. But they're literally thinking about reenacting it, Kelly. Well, yeah, they're all doing this because they're thinking, wow, what, what could we do with this? We don't wait, wait, wait. We don't want to get rid of this. Maybe we can do something with it. This, this is a great idea. So, yeah, we can turn on. it into a Republican plan. Yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be them versus us. That's all they're looking at. Well, and it has been at, a Republican plan. Look, put them all together. Yeah, I mean, yeah George on, Bush and the Republicans. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But don't worry. This time we'll approve it. We'll just make sure that it's not abusive, Brian. <laughs> That's exactly. Well, you know. Apparently, it's supposed to, reading about it, I guess it's supposed to expire at the end of this December, but FBI are pushing, hey, and yet I, I trust that FBI group. Holy smoke. Yeah, let's listen to what they they want to keep this. Well, why, holy, they're already corrupt. We've already proved the fact of a lot of- how do, we arrest, how do we arrest these criminals, Brian, then Dr. Bradley? Well, that's a good, that's a good question. It seems like there's no laws that even govern these these individuals. I mean, you talked yesterday about those that are sitting in prisons or or you've mentioned over the past of those who are, are uh, criminally wronged. I mean, they're, they're sitting in prison cells for doing nothing and they can't get any kind of uh, um, help or justice because, oh, yeah, this is who they are. Well, 
you think this law is going to help us as the people? Absolutely not. Doctor? Well, absolutely. There needs to be some honorable people get raised up, and I don't know as we have anybody in the senior levels. I'm talking about both parties. I mean, there may be some real rare exceptions, uh, congressional, uh, some kind of congressional office there that does, but, but they're scarce as hen's teeth. And uh, what needs to happen is some, some courageous um, individuals need to rise up and say, uh, we're going to indict. We're going to charge. We're going to take to court. But there are many, uh, I'm going to shift gears a little bit here. There are many levels of, of strength, I guess we should call it, in the United States. Now, as everything gets centralized in Washington, uh, Jefferson said that it would become more venal and oppressive than the government they left. Those are really loaded terms, venal and oppressive. Look them up and hear the definition. But the fact of the matter is we do have local. Uh, I mean, we have uh, clear down to our uh, individual homes. We have our communities. We have our counties. We have our states. And, and we need to start nullification. I mean, nullification is something they say not only no, but heck no. We could put it more strongly than that. But the people of the of the nation need to say, and, and it's we the people, it's we the people need to become conversant in the baseline principles of this nation. I've dedicated my life to try and helping that happen. We need to quit looking at all of the bread and circuses stuff that's going on that diverts and distracts and everything like that. And we need to take, again, uh, our responsibility, eternal vigilance in preserving this nation. And so if we have yeah, to Yeah, hey, do you know who was levels, on American Idol uh, the other night there? Doctor? I don't. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. That's the problem that we I know face. Americans are, but... are not caught up and educated enough to what's going on. And look, if Congress reenacts this criminal warrantless surveillance law, they should all be thrown in prison for it. Kelly? Yeah, and, you know, there's only one person that went to Washington, D.C. and became a better person than they were before they went. And he was shipped out in a pine box. And if you don't know who that is, think about it for just a minute. Only one person was a better man because of his experience in D.C. So that tells you what that place is. It literally is a cesspool, and it will it will take take the soul out of every person that walks through those doors. That's why Jake Garn said he got out of there. I, I was afraid I was going to lose my immortal soul. And uh, that's what happens. People with great intentions go there and, you know, they see the power that they can have and whatnot and the fame and, and they change their story a little bit. Every one of them, but one. Brian? Yeah, I agree with Kelly. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a cess, you know, and, and they, they, yeah, they've 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 uh, thrown away their their morals, and they, they it's all about greed and power, and and uh, it, it's really affecting the American people. And I think that a lot of the American people are, are fed up and 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 trying to figure things out and trying to you know protect their rights and put a little way a little protection of money, and they just see what's happening in the, in the world around us as well. So it's it's a mess. Mm. All right, last story of the hour, ladies and gentlemen. Kevin McCarthy claims that he's offering all news outlets access to the Capitol security video. He said, I said at the be very beginning, transparency. WND.com with the article. But I say to you, Kevin McCarthy is a flat-out liar. Um, 
They say he already arranged for Fox News Tucker Carlson to get access to it. <clears throat> um, but they say already multiple clips have emerged. But you know what? The problem is that clips. The problem is the lawyers are now in their cases seeking to be able to see the information before their clients get prosecuted. Some are already prosecuted and done. Their cases are over. McCarthy says he wants transparency on the question. And then they say this. We'll hand over the clips to anyone who is willing to air them in an honest fashion. Oh, that's where the lie begins. What do you mean clips? If you're going to give me clips, it means you already control it. If it means I have to agree to air it in an honest fashion, how are you going to determine if I do that before you give them to me? Oh, you're going to lock me down with some kind of a contract or something? Look, McCarthy's a fraud, Dr. Bradley. Well, here's the deal. First of all, those that have had their prosecutions brought to the so-called end result. With new evidence, I believe that every one of those things should be opened up again. I believe that the innocent people that have been prosecuted and imprisoned, I mean, were years. They've been habeas corpus stuff. You know, these people have been locked up. Herod the Great didn't do any more stupid and evil things. Stalin was doing evil stuff like this. Uh, they lock people up, keep them there forever, wear them down, beat them up. I mean, if it's not if physically, it's emotionally. I think every single one of these cases should be reopened based upon uh, new evidence and the truth needs to prevail. And, and I'm totally in agreement that unless and until the whole story is told, uh, we're, we're going to be getting spin doctor stuff. Now, by the way, that's kind of the way the, the pharma companies wanted to release the, uh, their uh, jab stuff over 75 years later. And it's like, no, now. And they're dribbling and drabbing it out and everything like that. Yeah, but those are the ones that the government wanted 75 years before they released anything, too. So they're all lying to you. They're manipulating the truth. They're trying to make you believe they're on your side. But look, Kevin McCarthy is a fraud, folks. I'm telling you right now. Now, Donald Trump, after the footage that was aired this week from Tucker, said he wants all the January 6th detainees released. I appreciate it, Donald. What have you been doing to make that happen, my friend? I appreciate the sentiments, but I don't really... Uh, believe you're genuine about that either but there you have it all right there's a global tech med tech event coming up tonight 6 to 8 p.m on twitter go to the twitter spaces go to the big mig show check it out it's free it's two hours it's tonight 6 to 8 eastern it's a must watch for your health ladies and gentlemen there are conservative patriots that are doing their very best to take back things we've lost and there's a massive effort by good honest people doing a good job all across this country liberty roundtable live is just one of those efforts for kelly finnegan for brian rust thank you so much for all that you guys do thank you sam glad to be with you rustquittinggift.com ladies and gentlemen dr bradley will stay with me and god save the republic